After bursting onto the scene singing in a soda commercial, Nikki Hill Albert became a staple in Philippine showbiz, singing, hosting, and acting. But it's a world of glitz and glamour that she has since left behind. Nikki's philosophy is to think of life as having different seasons, and nowadays her season is as a stay-at-home mom to her son Finn, a wife to her husband BJ, and an interior design student. My name is Leah Cruz. On this episode of What Glass Ceiling, we talk to Nikki Hill Albert. Hi, Nikki. Hey, Leah. Thank you so much for coming on What Glass Ceiling. We are really, really honored to have you, and we can't wait to hear your story. Thank you for having me. I mean, I'm sure you had a a lot of women in mind, and I'm glad I'm part of that roster. <laughs> Aww, we're very touched. Okay, let's dive. <laughs> let's dive right into it. Okay, so you've actually been out of the limelight officially for several years. So can you tell us what you've been up to? So um, I got married in 2015, late 2015. And um, Jan 2016, I did my last episode as a mixed VJ. And, And so like 2015 was kind of like a year of semi retiring from my obligations. Yeah, so it was a conscious, um, it was a, a decision to yeah. kind of like, you know, change chapters, new season. Uh, and so um, I got married in 2015 and I have stayed away from the limelight since then. I've since become a mom. Uh, I've enrolled myself in interior design school. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's about it. I have to I have to go back to you saying that it was a conscious decision because not a lot of people who've had really successful, especially showbiz careers, say, okay, let, let me take a step back from this. Because more often than not, you just kind of roll with it as the yeah. opportunities come in. So how did you arrive at that decision and what was the thought process behind that? Um, you know, it, it wasn't... I, I also really felt like I never made a home. I've never made myself at home in the industry. So I was in the industry for 12 years. Um, 12 or 11 years? I think 12 years. And in those 12 years, I felt like it it was never home to me. I always felt like it was something temporary. Um, I never really saw it as something I would be doing forever. Like that much I was sure of. So if you were talking about like, just rolling with it. And I was mostly um I, I was mostly just rolling with it with with a specific season in mind. Like I knew okay. that it was gonna come to an end at some point. And I didn't want it to like I, I wanted to exit gracefully instead yeah. of it like dying a natural death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, that you had always planned for it not to be like your lifelong career. Yes. Because, I mean, I know that I will always love the arts. I know that I will always love music and performing. Um, but I know that I'll have other opportunities to scratch that itch without necessarily being completely immersed in in the industry because i mean you know you you know Leah you you were in the industry and it's really i mean 
it's not it can be toxic yeah. and and there were days when it just didn't feel like it was worth all the you know physical emotional and mental stress that it was just it was causing me and yeah it just it just didn't feel like home so it was so okay. it was easy to leave okay okay but you're you're Nikki Hill you're known as this host and singer and actress and you really made a name for yourself that not everyone who comes into the industry gets the chance to do so when you talk about the darker side of the industry do you want to give us like specific instances that really maybe became the turning point for you to feel like okay I this is not where I'm supposed to be for the rest of my life um okay do I want to it, it's it wasn't necessarily a turning point I mean there will always be that straw that broke the camel's back kind of situation and I remember that day clearly um but I feel like it had always been a series of things um you know through the years it wasn't all bad um I still made friends uh I was still you know able to do uh what I liked um I we we get paid well (laughs) but it just um felt like you know the trade-off sometimes didn't feel like it was worth it. So, I mean, to be more specific, I guess it would have to be, you know, the politics. I didn't know how to play the game. Okay. That's what it was. I didn't know how to play the game. Um, I just didn't have the stomach for it. Yeah. Uh, it's a brutal I, game. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. And And how I survived those 12 years, I will... I, I, it can only be God. Like, I don't mean to sound, like, hokey and religious here, but, I mean, it can only really be God because I did not know how to play the game. I Things were, you know, for the most part, not in my favor because I, it, I just felt really alien in, in the industry. And, you know, I didn't do a lot of things that I was supposed to do to get ahead. And it it always felt like I was trying to stay afloat. Like, okay, I feel like I was always taking two steps forward and then five steps back. And and I felt like it's just it's it's a very brutal industry, and yeah, yeah. and it just took a toll on my self esteem. You know how I how I how I viewed myself. And yeah, I, I, uh, there was this one time where, and I remember that day clearly, I was coming home crying to my mom because of, of something that had taken place at taping. And my mom was just like, you know what? Enough na. <laughs> and my, my husband, my then fiance was like, yeah, I think that's enough. So wow. yeah. Wow. So those are <laughs> life-shaping incidents. And it leads up to a decision that really changes your your lifestyle, your your schedule, your day-to-day activities. So that For must sure. have been a big change. That must have been something massive to go through, actually. I think it, it didn't come as a shock too much to me because it was a very grad I I I I used the my engagement year to transition. Yeah. Okay. So like I was I was turning down um 
some projects that I, I felt like, you know, okay, I think I can turn this down. I was only taking in projects that I felt like, okay, this this is this is worthwhile. This is for a good cause. This is something that I believe in. Then I'll say yes to this. So, I mean, I didn't completely, you know, um, like if, I, if, if there were singing engagements that, you know, I felt like, okay, this is fine. This is, this is not going to take too much of my time. Um, then, then I would do it. So it was, it was a gradual thing. It wasn't a okay. complete done. Yeah. Yeah. I remember reading in interviews that you had done when you were still in the industry, when at about the time, probably that you were planning your wedding. I remember reading interviews that, that where you said, or no, actually where you never said that you were, planning your exit, more or less. You were a little sneaky about it. You were just like, let's see, let's see. Because then you, you don't really get that from like the stuff that were printed about you at that time. And, and yeah. you know, using your wedding and your engagement was actually a very smart way to go about it because I imagine nobody could fault you for that. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it, it's not that I, that it was a strategy and, you know, I was trying to make a thing out of it. It was really just, as I was changing worlds, spending more and more time with, with my now husband DJ and 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 his circle outside of my 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 workspace, I felt like I was finding home there. I found that I was liking the person that I was yeah. more in in this space than than when I was, you know very active and That's, and so so it was just like a realization i mean up, up to now i'm not gonna say never like i'm never gonna go back yeah i'm just you know i i just don't want to say never but but do i have any plans i not at the moment it's so significant to me that you refer to maybe phases in your life as sort of seasons yeah. Because, like, personally for me, like, getting through 2020 only really started to make sense the whole year when a friend of mine, who incidentally is also called Nikki, her name is Nikki, okay. <laughs> she told me, why don't you just think about this whole year in terms of seasons? Then mm-hmm. it's it, it, it sort of makes sense that you have to go through this thing and then, you know, you sort of wrap it up or not necessarily, yep. but but... Or, or this this season is bad. This one is better, and and your philosophy of approaching parts of your life like that is it's very interesting, and it's actually a really helpful way to approach to approach your life. It it yeah. it's, it's it's a nice way to approach your life. I I just feel like when you when you look at your life in terms of seasons, it's so much easier to digest the bad and yeah. and cherish the good because you know that they will end yeah you know what i mean so yeah. so whether it be like work motherhood yeah um your body shape <laughs> like even that i'm having a, like yeah. i'm trying to come to terms with you know what i mean like their seasons it's easier to just really relish and also easier to just kind of like okay you know this is going to end at some point because it's just a season. Yeah. Yeah. It it's it's not the case for everyone though that that yeah. they like seasons ending. Like it's difficult I for can some imagine. people. What would you tell them if 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 they're having 
trouble coming to terms with a certain season ending and having to move on from something what 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 would you tell them because you 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 managed it pretty well and you wanted to do it actually i mean i won't say that that when i decided to to step away from the limelight i won't say that i never regretted it i mean i had my my moments of like Oh, did I make the right decision? Was it yeah. responsible of me to just throw that all away? You know, I was gifted with, with so much. I mean, like influence, because like right now, influence can be quantified. Like you can look yeah. at, you know, your stats and you know how much people you're influencing. And yeah. and you know, there are moments when I'm like, you know, was it irresponsible of me to throw that away? But um. I don't know. I'm really just a strong believer of if if you make a decision and there's peace in your heart, then you're on the right path. That 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 didn't really answer your question. So what do I tell people who no, don't no, no, really like, believe in no, Jesus? No, sorry. Okay. No, or, yeah. or or people who are having trouble accepting that a certain season is ending and a new one is beginning yeah. because you know sometimes it's not it doesn't go according to your plan, but you have yes. to you know deal with the punches. Uh, I'm. I think it's a personality thing also because I'm really not the kind of person. I'm not obsessive, so I don't okay. attach myself to to things and situations too much. Um, but I can imagine for someone who's like made a uh, built a home in, let's say, like the industry or or have poured their hearts and souls into their careers. I can imagine definitely letting go will be an issue. Um, but I guess it's just that thing of believing that there's something better in store. Uh, when things come to an end, it's because you have to make room for something better. I mean, easier said than done for sure. But when you're there, what can you do, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. that's the best you thing you can do, really. It. You yes, have to go yes. through it and just believe that that it's all going to work out eventually. And that it's there's something even better behind the doors or behind the curtains. Well, you seem very happy now and very peaceful and content in your new life. For the most part, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Is it because you have a toddler also? Yes. I was going to say, not at three in the morning when we're looking for milk. (laughs) That is true. I know. I know the feeling. So now in your, in your new life, it's, it's a domesticated sort of life and and you did also mention that that you took up interior design can you tell us about that yes so um interior design came before i got pregnant so i took interior design in 2016 this was right after i got um married and it was because i needed something to do like i felt like i needed to be busy i needed to to be productive um I grew up, my mom was, was also working and, and I just felt like, you know, okay, this is something that my, my mom was also um, currently taking up interior design. She had just, sorry, she had just graduated from interior design school. And so I was like, okay, I feel like maybe this is something we can do together, like a mom and daughter oh, kind okay, of situation. Yeah. It had something to do with, with what my husband's doing, who's in real estate. So, so it felt like a fun distraction while I was transitioning out of show business. Okay. So something to keep me busy, basically. Uh, and and I ended up loving it. 
Did you end up finishing the course? Prior to the pandemic, I was okay. finishing my la- my final year. Okay. But such is life. But but you're <laughs> going to you have plans to finish that and to do you have plans to turn that into a new career? Right now I'm not thinking about it. Uh, right okay. now, yeah. Right now, again, seasons. It doesn't feel like. I mean, obviously, it, I, I started it. I want to finish it, but um, yeah. Right now, with with all this craziness happening, I haven't really thought about it yet. Okay, so let's talk about your home life. With you have your husband, you have your son, and it, it's to me as a as a fellow young mom, and mm-hmm. we both have toddlers. I don't think people realize if you're not a mom, if you're not a parent, just how much work goes into just keeping the household afloat. Oh God, yes. So, <laughs> so it's interesting because, you know, what Glass Ceiling is about, empowering women and talking to women who have really shattered glass ceilings, and which you have obviously done in your career and, you know, your own personal ceilings. But a lot of people look at women empowerment through the lens of making it in a man's world. Like, mm-hmm. if, you, if you can achieve this and, and rise above all the, other, all the other limitations that were set by men at things that they do, I mean, it, it's always looked at in the lens of, of uh, the kind of culture and society that the men have already built. So if you're, say, a stay-at-home mom, or if you choose to make that decision to focus on your family, on your kids, people don't realize how much power that also requires yes. from someone. Yes. I was going to say, it takes guts to, to go either direction, either to, to stay at home or, or choose the working mom route because there are trade-offs for both. You know, and men are hardly put in the position of having to decide whether they could pursue a career or raise their children. It's like, yes, you yeah. know, that that really most of the time falls on the women. I mean, you know, of course, they're they're single dads, but but it's really most mostly something that it's like a crossroads for for women. And I think I think both stay at home mom and and pursuing a corporate life. I think both. You know, it takes guts because, yeah. I mean, you know, if you choose to be a working mom, you don't get to see your kids as often. If you choose to be a stay-at-home mom, you park your dreams to the side. So, yeah, I think there's power in that and like in yeah. making that decision. Definitely, definitely. Do you think people frown upon women who've chosen to take the same path as you to sort of, as you said, park? your dreams spark your career at the side. Have you gotten a lot of like eyebrow eyebrow raises or eye rolls at what you've decided to do? I've felt that. And I didn't think I would because I, I feel like, um, I feel like I, I've, I've been working most my life. Like I deserve to chill. Yeah. <laughs> but I've gotten, I've gotten that from, obviously from people who, who, aren't aware of, of what I used to do and, and that I was actually productive before um, I had gotten married. So, so I've gotten that. The whole, I mean, obviously, they were never verbalized, but that whole, so that's all you do? Like, you're, you're just a mom. Like, do you, do you do anything on the side? Do you, are you handling a business? And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Um, there are days when I feel like 
I'm sorry, should I should I be doing more? Like, you know, I see a lot of moms uh, who who are able to to do both. And and you know, I'm gonna lie, it puts some kind of pressure on me, but I I just feel like you are you have a specific makeup to be able to either do both or just one of those things so okay um i think it's a matter of like do you have the eq for it like are you do you think you can able you th- are you, do you think you're able to balance both i don't think i can i i've tried and and when i started working my mind and my heart is at home and it's just you know it doesn't work out for me some moms thrive in the corporate world and and that's amazing some moms are just good at juggling both they're able to stay at home and and run a business and i think that's that's amazing and and i don't think any of those choices should be sneered at um yeah even staying at home and just being yeah. mom. <laughs> yeah. What do you tell them? What do you end up re- responding when when people make you feel that way? Sometimes I just I don't feel like I owe anyone an explanation. I mean, my mom went through the same thing, and my mom was telling me, um, she was like, "I'm glad I stayed home when you were kids. I'm glad I stayed home because I feel like you guys wouldn't be the way you are right now if you didn't." And she said, you will get your time. You, it's not like you have to give those dreams up. Like you, you just park them to the side for a season. Yeah. And, and when the kids are grown, you can revisit those dreams and see if there's anything else that makes your heart flutter. And, and if there's anything else that, you know, is, is, you, you think is worth um, revisiting. So... But at least, you know, you've spent that season. Uh, th- and this is just a personal preference, of course. Like, this, I think, is this is the only thing I have. I, I have EQ for just this. I, I feel like I, will, I am most happy and I will feel most fulfilled if I spend this season of my son's, you know, important developmental period if I, if I stay at home. Are you planning to have more children? For sure, yes. Because why not make life more difficult, right? <laughs> As if we didn't have enough problems. <laughs> Let's bring in another child. <laughs> we're we're just kidding, okay? We're we're talking to we're we're two we're, we're two mothers of of toddlers. So yeah, we're, we this love is all them. we we say this with love. This is a yes. joke with love. See, we love them so much. We want another one. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any plans of doing that anytime soon because your son how old is he now he's three finished okay. three okay and uh yeah god willing i mean uh, I, I was also talking to my obi and she was like you know don't be scared because we're all we're all paranoid about this whole thing yeah. and she was like yeah don't be afraid you know don't don't put your life on pause for it will manage. So, yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. What would what would you tell like say if if you had if you had a daughter? 
what are mm-hmm. the lessons that you would tell your daughter that you've learned so far that you really want to impart? I read this article that said, um, like, when you say empowerment, it's like you give power to someone. So you need someone's permission to get power. Maybe when my daughter, like, growing up, if I had a daughter, I want to tell her that you already have the power. Like, it's already in you. And, and you don't need anyone's permission to use that power and to feel empowered, you know? And, and I feel like, yeah, if we, if, if we started raising girls who aren't begging for empowerment, who are, you know, naturally, who naturally believe that they have it in them, then I think that makes for a better world. Yes, yeah, yeah that, that, that would be amazing. That would, <laughs> that be, would amazing. be amazing. Quite ideal, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. To know that it's already in you and, and you don't have yeah. to have, you don't have to have yourself validated by any outside source because yeah. I think naturally as humans, I guess we do. We, we need some sort of validation from other people. But if we can yep. get it from ourselves, that would be incredible and would make life so much easier. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I mean, I don't see yeah. how, you know, that's going to happen. What with the social media I can see social media countering whatever efforts we do in in making sure our, our kids have healthy self-esteems. But, you know, it's we're hoping that a seed is planted and, and that they will feel that there is that power and all you have to do is use it. Own it. Yeah. It, are, the, are there still certain lessons that you feel you're still learning or that so there are still ceilings. Are there still ceilings that you feel that you still have to break through that you're working on? For sure. Um, because I'm a very results-oriented person. And so it's like, okay, I do this, I do X, therefore Y. Um, I work hard in school, therefore I get good, good grades. Uh, I rehearse for this whatever performance. I get, you know, a good performance. Um, and so I'm very results-oriented. And, and it's, it's a little, it's throwing me off that, that I am not really, I, I, I won't get to see my results yet because I'm working hard to be a mom. But I don't know yet if, if there will be good results. Or, okay. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Ho- but you know what I mean. You know, it's not, it's not yeah. a concrete tangible thing that you can see right away. And so sometimes I also feel like, and I'm sure you feel this, Leah, like you, you fail as a mom or like you feel like you're not, you're not doing enough. And, and it's like, dude, you had one job. It's like, (laughs) it's like, I have no excuse. This is all you do, man. Like you better get this right. And so in terms of like glass ceilings, you know, there are, Things that I, I I had to put on hold, but I'm focusing on this badly put project first. I mean, I'm hoping that that I'm able to do that right there, by my that, son. I'm sure you will, and I'm sure the results will be great. I mean, as you said, it it's, <laughs> it, 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 it I, takes a while to see if you're doing the right thing. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that that desire to to break through a glass ceiling will happen once um, Finn starts going to school and I have more time to myself. 
I feel like you know that, that there's that flame for sure, but um, that yearning is not there yet because because I I'm respecting my season. Yeah, of course, there's that desire to be great. Of course, there's that desire to be um, to do something that will make a difference. To do, uh, you know, to 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 help, you know, to to be useful, um, and and to contribute to to the world. But like right now, the the yearning is not quite there yet. But yeah. I know, I know that the flame is there, and I know that once yeah. I have more time to myself, because we're used to that, eh? like you know yeah. that you're used to working, um, yeah. you're used to being busy, and and I know that 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 time will come where I'm like, gotta do something, man, yeah. gotta do something. Yeah. But right yeah. now, I am respecting this season because because I'm I'm a little amazed there eh? because personally. When I'm doing some things, when I'm when I'm at home with my daughter and my husband, I'm, I I think of something that I could be doing at work. Yeah. And then when I'm at work, I think of stuff that I could be doing at home. So you know, you're constantly as mom, you're constantly like being you know ripped apart, and and you think it's never gonna be enough. You 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 can never fully be in one place at, at yep. one time. So yep. Well, obviously you 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 have you have. The luxury—it's—it's it's really a luxury as a mother it is. to 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 be able to, to choose, be able to choose and 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 concentrate on a certain thing, and you don't really understand it until you're a parent yourself. Yeah, that luxury of being able to focus on one thing and not have to worry about another thing. Yep. And apparently that doesn't end. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mom guilt never ends. I, yes. I, I hear, I hear that. And it's 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 fascinating to me also that a lot of things that the, that I didn't understand or or that I, I I looked down upon, I have to say, when when I wasn't a mother yet. Parang napapakain mo yung salita mo eh when you when you actually Girl. are in the situation. You're mm-hmm. you eat your words and and you're just like. You're just like, but you know, I, I have to make this decision now. I have to devote this amount of time to this. I have, I, you know, there's just so many things that, that yeah. don't make sense anymore, that aren't in line with any way of thinking that you, yep, that you subscribed to before. Which is why I Do you feel find... the same way. No, for sure, because um, yeah. and I know this from experience because prior to the quarantine, I was rehearsing for a musical with repertory and I could not for the life of me figure out how it was going to happen. Like how the heck am I going to memorize this script? It just, it felt like it was physically impossible. And I mean, I just as well, it, it, it didn't happen. And so yeah. I don't know if I should be thankful or, but, but so I, I know that that pull that you're talking about is just, it's so hard to be to be excellent anymore at one thing because yeah. you're being pulled in in two different directions and i think the fact that you're still sane and you're still able to do a little bit of both i think that's amazing you know and i think that's something that we should be proud of yeah yeah but i have to back up a bit and and just insert that you have been dabbling in theater these past few years 
not um this would have been like my first time back since I had gotten okay. married. So okay. so I treat theater as like a separate like for me it's not showbiz. Like theater okay. for me is like a completely different world. It's I love it. Like I I enjoy I enjoy doing it. I enjoy the rehearsal. I enjoy the process. Uh, I enjoy the relationships and so so it's not something that I necessarily like, you know, okay, said goodbye to. But when I was actually put there in the middle with a script in front of me and rehearsal and a rehearsal schedule, then I was like, man, am I still made for this? Like, do I, am I still made for this or do I just give this to the young ones? <laughs> because rehearsals in theater are really demanding. They are. They're long, very demanding. Yeah. Very demanding. And, and so there, like, I mean, it's, it's that you, you, you ask yourself questions like, is this, is this still what my heart wants? You know, is this still worth it? Like the hours away from Finn. And, and I do know that it's healthy to have like a life of your own. Like I read that all the time. It's like moms, self-love, self-love, you know, for you to be a better parent, for you to be a more loving parent, you got to have a life of your own. And so it's not like, Finn is my religion. It's not like I've yeah. turned him into a religion. But but in terms of like where I spend most of my time, it's it's there. It's at home. It's making things yeah. run, making sure um, the pantry is stocked. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't don't get me wrong, I have moments where, you know, I miss the makeup chair. You yeah. know, and and like there are days when I'm like, DJ comes home from work and I'm like, dude, I was wiping butt the whole day. People <laughs> used to wait on me. <laughs> I used to have people I get know. me coffee. <laughs> now, does, he, does he does he does he at least say I'll get you coffee now? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's also <laughs> working and <Yeah>. and <laughs> he's very understanding. So he gives me a day off. So okay. He, he okay. gives me a day where it's like, okay, you're not mom today. Go do whatever you want, and okay. and that okay. kind of like resets everything. It's it's it's. <laughs> I mean, to hear you say it that way, it's the truth, eh? Na parang, oi, dati may ginagawa din ako, eh? I mean, yes, you know, I'm just not like running ako. after. Yeah, I'm not just running after you. So it it's this. Did you nabigla ka ba when like when when you started really focusing on on a child? <laughs> I guess parang what kept what kept the balance for me was also the realization that being a mother is such a gift. It's a privilege that, you know, not everyone is gifted with, sadly. And and for me to just be so dismissive and so like living in the past and and it that's just unfair. And you know, it's it it doesn't like the joy they're not they're not the same it's like the joy of of being a mom it doesn't compare man it's like you know i had, i enjoyed i enjoyed that season of my life of being in the limelight and you know for wh- whatever it was learned learned all the stuff enjoyed it but but the happiness and the joy of 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 being a mom for the most part <laughs> because it's not every day <laughs> that moms know but but yeah, it's just, it doesn't compare. Yeah. 
yeah, it's 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 really something else. And I also have to ask, since since taking life in seasons has been such a major theme of our conversation. Yes. How would you how what would you say to people who are in the what we all are, to everyone who is in the thick of this pandemic? I mean, it it's such a great philosophy kasi for this particular time in history. Yes. I mean, how do you use that to maybe take advantage of... Because, like, you don't know when you're going to have all this time to your hands uh, again. And, and yeah. No, since knowing that this is temporary, I would maximize it. Like, if I had a corporate job and I knew that I was going to be thrown back into the the buildings and, and, and the traffic eventually, like, you know, that would, you know, help me savor. I mean, of course, this is just, you know, we're, we, we all don't have the same, we're, we're not all on the same boat. Um, we all don't feel the same way about, about this. So but regardless, you know, it will end. So whether yeah. you see that as a good thing or as a bad thing, just the fact that it will come to an end, I think will make it more enjoyable or tolerable wherever you may be in that <laughs> spectrum. Very wise words that we can all <laughs> use nowadays. Nikki, thank you so much for sharing uh, so much of your experiences and, and your wisdom. And we are so thankful that, that you agreed to share that with us here on What Glass Ceiling. You know, and thank you for for creating such a platform. I know of a lot of, uh, I, I know a lot of women are just waiting for a venue to you know share their thoughts and insight, and and this has been somewhat cathartic for me because <laughs> you know I'm home most of the time. I don't really have anyone to. Uh, no, with the Oman, no, tamaka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not crazy. I get it. I feel the same way. Oh no, you're not. I, I totally feel the same way with with <laughs> everything that you, that you've said. It, it's, it's that kind of shared experience then that that really makes you realize that hey, other women are going through the same thing too. For sure. Check out the other episodes of What Glass Ceiling and follow us on Instagram at WGC Pump.